Welcome to the final week of Lifers for the past three weeks. We have been thinking about the beauty of Scripture and how we need it. We need it. So the challenge has been given to search and to find a verse or two that you can stand on for 2021. In the process of this theme, we also introduced our church-wide life verses from Romans chapter 15. Do you have them memorized yet? Let's give it a shot. Here we go. May God help you live in complete harmony with each other as is fitting for followers of Christ Jesus. Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. How'd you do? Let's try it one more time. Here we go. May God help you live in complete harmony with each other as is fitting for followers of Christ Jesus. Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love how we get the chance together to live in complete harmony, which is fitting or according to for followers of Jesus. We will continue thinking and studying our verses all year long. I'm really excited about them and how they will shape us. Okay, let's just talk about today. This is always one of my favorite Sundays where we hear from people who have chosen their verses and they are going to share those verses with you and why they've chosen them. And the why is really important. You know, I love this day because it's real conversations with people talking about how scripture intersects with their lives. I think you will be very encouraged with the verses chosen and, of course, the stories attached. I'm not going to be teaching or unpacking a verse or a paragraph of verses like a typical Sunday. I'm going to let those I interview do the teaching today, which is going to be fun. So, life verse, the theme is simply an attempt to allow the Word of God to change us and to be alive within us. I hope you are having fun with your search. Now, let's talk about our display. The phrase, better together, is what we will sign and write down the references to our verses. And I will talk to you about that a little bit later because I want to get to our interviews. Enjoy hearing from people who have worked hard to find scripture to stand on for 2021. Joe, it is great having you share your verse today. You have a short verse, which is great for memorizing. So good job there. Yet it's a very powerful verse. So short but powerful, share it with us. Well, it's longer than Jesus wept. Yes. <laughs> so um, my verse is Matthew fourteen twenty seven. Mm. Um, but immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Now, that's the New King James. Uh, if you look at the way NIV renders it, it's a bit different. Um, if you, it says, take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And your verse really hangs on what comes before it. 
And I know you've done the reading to know what comes before verse 27. So share that with us. Why would Jesus say, do not be afraid? So if you go back one chapter uh, and look what happened, uh, John, the behe- John the Baptist is beheaded. Mm-hmm. Um, shortly after that, they fed 5,000 people. Amazing miracle. They had limited number of loaves and limited number of fishes. And they fed this fight. Amazing. So they had this great sad event and this miraculous event. Right. And Jesus says, hey, go over across the sea. I'm going to go <laughs> pray for a little bit. And it was interesting about that. He sends them knowing what's going to happen. So now we know the story that they just got in the boat and were sailing along. All of a sudden the storm comes. But he, Jesus sent them anyway, knowing the storm was going to come. Yeah, that's right. Jesus often, or we could say Jesus always invites us to take big steps of faith that really stretch us, which is such a real part of what's happening here in Matthew chapter 14. Joe, you love to read, and you read more books than anybody (laughs) I know. You talk to me about your books. I'm like, I need to write that one down, and I need to read that as well. A lot of what you have read really speaks into your life verse. Talk about that. Yeah, so... I love John Ortberg, and I, I, let, I love to read, and I love to, I began to look at who are my people I like to read, who are they citing constantly. So mm. uh, John Ortberg and Max Lucado constantly cite Henry Nouwen. So right. it got me on a journey of Henry Nouwen, who's a Roman Catholic priest who wrote a book because, about the prodigal son, um, and about he, Henry Nouwen spent a lot of time at the Hermitage Museum in Moscow, mm. just looking at and pondering and writing on the prodigal son portrait by Rembrandt. So I, I read this book by now, and it was amazing on that one. It had a bunch of gorgeous pictures, and I, so I looked more into Rembrandt. Now, I'm not an art guy. <laughs> so I ended up buying a book about, about Rembrandt's drawings, and I was just look, skimming it one day, and I found this picture of the storm on the Sea of Galilee, and mm-hmm. it was uh, just I just was awestruck by that one. I love that picture so much that... On my Amazon wish list this year, I actually had on my Amazon wish list, and my wife, son said to my wife, Dad wants this portrait. And she says, get him the portrait. Get him the portrait. <laughs> so I, I, we got it for Christmas, mm. and it is now hanging in my office at home. Mm. Um, you know, I, I love books on leadership. You and I talk about, we, you know, you and I email all the time about yeah. books that we read. And, you know, smooth sailor, smooth seas does not a sailor make. Mm. And so we, we don't learn, like, you can't become skillful um, on a smooth sea. Really, the storms of life really is what really kind of makes us who we are. So if I can paraphrase this in my Joe-O paraphrase here, <laughs> um, Peter sees Jesus, is that you? Call me out. Right. Peter's like, Jesus like, all right, come on out. I, I, I'm sure he's like this. And the other 11 are going like, wait, you're going to go out out of this boat <laughs> in a storm to see Jesus, right? right. <laughs> and he's like, Peter's like, yep. <laughs> Grabs on and hold on. So uh, what the amazing faith he has, you just can mm. take that, hold the, just, I just picture him holding the boat yeah. and one leg over and one leg, and then he's, then he's walking. Like That's a great story of calling out. The, so that's the boldness there. Yeah. And, but also that faith of having like just, and, he was the only one of those 12 who knew what it was like to not get your feet wet. That's right. (laughs) 
you know, sometimes we don't always know what's going to happen when we get out of the boat or when we encounter the storm. But the beauty of doing that is, for Peter, in this case, is he got out of the boat and it was frightening and scary, but yet that's where Jesus was, so there's hope there. But yet it's still a frightening thing because right. that's also where the storm is. So, Joe, your life is an example, I think, and we've talked about this. Your life is just an example of meeting Jesus in the storms of life, and you've had them, and having Jesus say to you and to your family, don't be afraid, don't fear. Will you share a little bit of yep. that with us? And remember, Peter was called out, and Jesus knew he was going to happen next. That's right. So he knew, like, they knew the good storms would come, and he knew Peter was going to come out and be bold enough to call, go out, but also be bold enough to sink. Mm. Um, it, it's just pretty amazing. And uh, I, I'm always struck by the song by Casting Crown's Voice of Truth. Oh, what I would do to have, mm-hmm. to have the kind of faith to get out of this boatman and onto the crashing waves. And I love the way Casting Crown's renders that song and how it just takes that kind of courage. Again, remember, take courage. I mean, he's giving it to you. Right. So once the, you, and all you have to do is take that yeah, courage. Take it. Um, so 21 years ago, um, my wife and I uh, found out we were pregnant with twins, my son, JJ and mm-hmm. Abby. And pretty early on in the pregnancy, uh, we found out that um, there were some challenges with Abby. We knew that there was, it was, it was rough. Mm-hmm. So she had several ultrasounds a week we had um we were constantly going back and forth they were really watching her really close and they always said we don't know if there's something wrong we don't know what it is mm-hmm. so by robin's 34th week of pregnancy it, it came time where they had to go it came at too much of a risk for to keep both of them in there so they took them both out um they were born at five o'clock on july mm-hmm. 25th 2000 and it was there was about 45 people in the living room it was people all over the place and Robin's cut wide open, and and I'm just sitting there, just like not knowing what to expect. So they're born. I heard Abby crying, big relief. JJ comes out, eyes wide open, looks around, not crying at all. And then I'm just kind of taking that all in. And then the neonatologist from Pennsylvania Hospital says, "Mr. Oster, there's something that concerns me about your daughter." Mm. And I paused. It was like a movie. It was a movie thing. It would be like everything would just slow down. And everybody right. stopped and looked at me. And I realized they were looking at my dad. Mm. I was Mr. Oster. And I just remember that point. I had to just kind of get out of that boat and just walk in faith here. Now, we, again, we had the advantage of knowing something was going on. We just had no idea what it would be. So that really led us on to this great faith journey over mm-hmm. the next 15 plus years uh, with Abby. Um, she had 76 admissions to the hospital, wow. uh, 17 specialists at CHOP, and 825 days of her life were spent in the hospital. Mm. Um, and I remember very early on in my life, um, I remember out running one morning, just kind of clearing my head, and I remember the Holy Spirit saying to me, Joe, all you got to be is her dad. Wow. So at chop it was great because no one knew who i was they didn't know me as joe they didn't know me as mr oster they would stop me and say hey aren't you abby's dad abby's and that dad. was a badge of honor for me man it was sure. just it was a great badge of honor and it was and it, it was very hard but again to so just take courage and i and he, again it wasn't easy i'm not saying it was easy eric i could t- tell you 
Rob and I have cried every day mm. since this has happened. It's four and a half years, and it's, it's been it's still as hard as that is. But, but having that that great comfort and great pain at the same time. So he knew what we're going to have. He called us out, and he selected. Robin and her, Robin yeah. and I to be her parents. So wow, how cool is that? So God thought uh, these guys right here can right. be her parents, and so He knew we can get out of the boat and walk. Mm. Pretty, pretty, quite an honor. Mm. Now, it doesn't make it any easier. Sure. <laughs> you have a Latin phrase that you've adopted. Share that with us. Right. So um, uh, my my COVID. Uh, thing is what I'm learning. I'm learning languages. So I'm learning German, French, and Latin, right? <laughs> Why not? So, so you know, I'm reading, you know, so um, I, I came across this phrase, fortune favors the bold, which is in Latin remembers fortis fornata aduvate. Anyone who knows mm. Latin, I, I, I don't know if I butchered that. The fortune favors <laughs> the bold. So, you know, God honors that kind of courage and willingness to take those kind of steps, even if we're so willing to take courage and be willing to fail. Because as soon as Jesus saw Peter fa- falling, he quickly picked them up and they walked into the boat together. And then what happened? The storm calmed. Yeah. Mm. So he's with us before the storm, during the storm, and after the storm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, Joe, because courage is often born out of hardship. But we tend to run from hardships which means we may not develop the right kind of courage. And I think what you and your family have experienced in terms of a hardship that is really difficult is courage that is enabling you to really inspire and help a lot of other people as well. I know that God has and is continuing to use Abby's life and your family's faith to really empower other people. So your verse, Matthew 14, 27, immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. I love this and thank you so much for sharing that. I think part of being better together, which is our churchwide theme this year, is that we have the opportunity to learn from each other. And you've been so willing to share a part of your life. We're grateful for that. You've done a wonderful job. God bless you as you seek to implement this verse in your life. Michael, it is a real pleasure to have you share your life verse for 2021 with us. So what did you choose? Well, Eric, I chose Isaiah forty thirty one. Mm. Uh, but for those who hope in the Lord, will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Yeah, it, Mike, the words of Isaiah forty thirty one are so encouraging, and they have given hope to Christians for many years. They're words written by the prophet Isaiah to the people of God, and he was encouraging them to trust and obey God. And if you do that, there is an opportunity for strength to be renewed, and that's the whole verse. Chapter 40 is fascinating in this book because it turns to delivering true hope, and that's exactly what we find in your verse. 
Mike, your story is remarkable. It has been fun to watch you and your faith just take off in dynamic ways. Share your story of coming to Valley Point Church because yeah. it's amazing. Share yeah. that. Sure, thank you. <laughs> so uh, it started about 18 months ago and I was living in Claymont, Delaware in an Oxford house, which is a sober living uh, facility house. I live with other men um, that are coming out of a detox or, or a treatment center after about 28 days. So I was living there and um, about five months sober or so, my life was still a mess. Like I was mm. still searching. I had the faith, but I was still searching. Um, I didn't have any healthy relationships. Mm. I certainly didn't have any money and I didn't have any steady employment. Um, you know, I, I kept trying to figure things out by myself and I just couldn't do it. And I just kept like, once again, searching, searching. I'd, be, I'd become impatient mm. and, and then I would shut down. I would isolate in my room for days at a time. And I felt like I was on the, the roller coaster of life, but my roller coaster was, keeps getting stuck at the bottom yeah. of the tracks. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, I've always had a mustard seed of faith though, in terms of, you know, I've gone to various churches and different spiritual congregations throughout those five months. I was sober and, uh, but nothing would stick. Nothing would just click with me. Um, I felt empty inside and I, mm. I, I really, you know, I wanted a better life. Yeah. Yeah. And in the middle of this, what I love about your story is that you were searching and you had the opportunity to come to Valley Point. Talk about the invitation process. Yeah. And so who reached <laughs> out to you because it's really funny. Yeah. So uh, one day I get a, you know, I get a call from Kevin O'Donohue. Yeah. And, you know, a longtime family friend and truly like a brother to me. Mm. Um, he's, he's over the top happy. I can hear him in the car. He's singing and <laughs> he's, he's got these church songs and God, I can't even understand it. God, you know, he loves God. Which like, I've received yeah. a few of those calls too. Yes. They're great. <laughs> and, he, you know, Kevin's like, dude, you know, I'm on my way. I'm picking you up in his deep raspy voice. And, right. and he goes, we're going to this place called Valley Point. And you're going to love it. It's changed my life. It's going to change your life too. And by the way, you know, I'm, I'll buy you breakfast, you know? <laughs> so he had me at breakfast. So yeah, you were hooked <laughs> with that, right? <laughs> so truthfully, you know, and all truth be told, I was like, I'm going to get a free breakfast out of this. You know, I could do anything for an hour. And, um, you know, so I did, I, I came, you know, I came into Valley Point and from the second I opened the doors and I was greeted and I, mm. I could hear the music. I could feel the music. Um, and, and the people inside, I just knew that this was a special place. Mm. Yeah. Mike, I, I remember that day and you sitting right in the front row. I can see that. We had the chance to talk afterwards. And I remember thinking that God is up to something really special here. And he has been, and he continues to do something yes. special in your life. Okay, so that's your first Sunday, singing, people reaching out to you, and you being overwhelmed almost a little bit with what's happening here. And then there's breakfast. Yes, yes. So um, after, after the wonderful church service, I get invited by Tracy Craig. 
to join her and her entire family with Kevin O'Donoghue at breakfast. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, just, I just knew that, God, these people have something that I desperately want. Mm. And, and, and I found out it's, it's the faith. It's their faith. It's their love, their peace, their serenity that they have. Um, and, and it's just exactly what I wanted to reinforce was they're getting that information from Valley Point, from you, Eric, from everybody here, and I wanted what they had. So every Sunday, I come <laughs> back to Valley Point and sit in the front row with Kevin O'Donoghue. Yes. And I'm hooked. I'm in. <laughs> and in the process of this, some of your relationships have been restored a bit. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's so... You know, my relationships with my ex-wife, um, I, I now have a relationship with her mm. and uh, my children. I have mm. a relationship with my children. Not, not, not quite where I want it to be yet, but I continue to pray and, and have the faith and hope that if I continue to do the right things and listen to God yeah. and, and walk with God, that they will be restored. Yeah. Um, and, and one step yeah. at a time with God renewing your strength. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So back in 2019, you had the chance to go on a mission trip to the Dominican Republic with one of our teams. That was a transformative trip for you. Tell us about that. Yeah. So um, never been on a mission trip before. Mm. Brand new to Valley Point Church. Don't know anybody, really. But what, what better way to you know, submerse myself into Valley Point than signing up for a mission trip. Right. You know, I get over to the Dominican Republic with a fantastic group of people that welcomed me with open arms, um, took my fears away. Mm -hmm. I got to meet people in the Dominican that they have two things for sure. They, they have love for each other and a love of God. Mm -hmm. And that just helped me to continue to strengthen me and continue on my journey. Yeah. I asked you to share that because I know that trip energized you spiritually and you came back from that with a glow of gratitude. And I think that was part of your strength being renewed. You know, Mike, you, you've walked through a lot of challenges in life. And when I think about this question, who is the church for? Who is the church for? It's for you. The church is for you. And yeah. people walking through really difficult things. I want to let you know I'm so proud of you and what God is doing in your life. I'm glad you said yes to that phone call that day. Me too. I'm glad <laughs> you come and you sit on the front row and, and you sing your heart out. I'm glad you said yes to that mission trip. And I'm glad that you're saying yes to God renewing your strength because it's happening. And I'm so proud of you. And God bless you. God bless you, you too. as Thank you seek you. to implement this verse in your life. CJ, it's a real pleasure to have you share your verses with us. You've chosen some words from the New Testament book of Hebrews. So share your verses with us and why you've chosen them. Sure. Thank you. My life verse this year is Hebrews 6, 11, and 12. And it says, 
Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who were going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. So why this verse? In the times I've prayed about this year, the word perseverance sticks out. Mm. So staying with it in faith and not giving up when life's detours happen or when things are not easy. Personally, I want to work on staying power this year. This verse speaks to me and, and, and tells me that continuing to love others as long as life lasts matters, mm. then I will not become spiritually dull or indifferent. And these are real things that can happen. And then to follow the example of those who inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. You know, God's word has been tested and tried for many generations and it has promises that I want to see fulfilled in my life this year. In this verse, I learned one way to do that is through loving others, loving people, um, true faith and endurance as I keep my eyes on Jesus, who is an anchor that is firm and holds sure. Mm. Hebrews chapter 6 is a phenomenal chapter, and I had the chance to read a little bit in it before our conversation. It actually mm-hmm. starts with a challenge to grow up mm-hmm. and mature in Christ, and then it outlines for us a way to do that is to actually love other people, which is great. So you have a lot of words to memorize here. I do, here. I do. That, that should be fun for you. Yeah. And your verses talk about the secret to not being dull or boring spiritually. That's fascinating. It is. It talks about how loving others helps us to actually stay vibrant, so not dull, and also helps us not become indifferent to other people, to events around us. I read that as loving others helps us stay engaged with our community, and I think that's amazing. Mm. It's also hard work. So loving others, it actually keeps us alive spiritually. Yeah. So it's a great thing to do, but it's definitely hard work, as you said. These verses, though, they're giving you hope, right? Yes, they are. So whether it's with the changes that have have occurred uh, with COVID or in my family or work or even my personal walk with God, I'm encouraged to stay with it, to stay loving others, to stay in faith and do the work that needs to be done as I stand on God's word and see it come to pass, whatever 2021 brings. So talk about you, your family, and your work. Um, I've been married to my husband now for 13 years. Uh, We have two children who keep us on our toes and bring a lot of color to our lives, and we love them (laughs) dearly. Um, And for work, I also take care of children. I enjoy the work that I do. I'm a pediatrician. I am also board certified in pediatric endocrinology. Children remind me of hope and growth, and I just enjoy my interactions with them, whether it's in my clinical encounters or even in the research world. One thing that's at the back of my mind is always, what can I do to make life better for this child? 
if it's when they're sick, we can help them get better. Sometimes the things we cannot make better, it's right. how do they move forward irrespective. And how do we do that in a safe and in a kind way? And that's what drives me. And it's always a joy when I see the kids do well. Mm. So what I love about the verses that you've chosen is that they really apply to your work. It does. As yes. well in loving other people and caring for them. And this is a way that you are staying alive spiritually. Yes. So good. So as a doctor, as a mom, as a compassionate person, you've had a lot of challenges recently. Can you talk about that? Yes, yeah, so 2020 um, came with a lot of unforeseen difficulties. Mm. Um, for me, at the top of it was my brother's death. It was sudden and unexpected and very difficult, and it still is, depending on the day. Um, there's also been a lot of families that I care about who have seen go through really tough times, or even with the restrictions that have come around with COVID. Right. It's easy to get tired, to become indifferent, almost emotional fatigue. But I remind myself, I come back to God's word and remind myself that God is a God of integrity. And mm -hmm. just to stand on his word and do my part in doing the work, staying faithful and committed to spirit and to our common humanity. And yeah. I just want to follow up on what you said, because yeah. I know you have a desire to stay faithful and to be fruitful and I think your verses as you stand on them this year are definitely going to help you with that. Amen. Hebrews 6, 11, and 12, our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. What a challenge there. Yeah. Like this is how it happens. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. CJ, these words are really going to carry you this year. Thank you so much for sharing, and God bless you as you seek to implement these verses in your life. Hello, Amelia. I am so glad you are here to share your life verse with me. Are you excited to be here? Yeah. Oh, come on, Amelia. Are you excited to be here? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. So we're going to warm up with some questions. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay. What's your favorite color? Favorite color? What do you think? I guess it would be half to like a teal, aqua kind of. Okay, that works. I like that color as well. I guess all of them. All of them, <laughs> without a doubt. Favorite food? Steak. Steak? We never have it. You never have it? Like, last night we had it. <laughs> well, clearly I need to talk to your mom and dad. About steak? About steak. Yes, you do. Actually. Okay, I'll work on that for you. Now, here's a question. Yeah. Your favorite guitar player. That's and easy. it better be, it's easy, it better be who? That is Neil Strauss. 
What? It's not your dad? It's Neil? Okay, okay. I have two, actually. <laughs> Nina and my father. And your father. Okay, I think you should go with your father. I really do. Hey, your dad plays on the stage here all the time. He does a great job. And I think you should take some lessons from your dad because I would love to see you playing on the stage someday. We'll talk about that later, okay? The only thing I'm playing on is gymnastics. That's fine. We'll talk about gymnastics. Because okay. you have a competition tomorrow, don't you? Yes, I do, actually, at Penn State. Oh, wow. That's going to be fun. No? <laughs> I think you're going to do a great job. Today we had gym in class for special. Yeah? And we used mats. And literally, I mean, three, four people could, Does only, it go like that? could only do like stand up and then do this all the way down. And I was one of those people. You could do it. Yes. See, this is why you're going to have a fantastic day tomorrow. I will, unless I fall down, <laughs> spring my ankle, break it, or <laughs> fail. Well, that's a different story. Okay, let's, let's change subjects here. You, you ask me a question. You ask me a question. Ask me how old I am. I believe you're 157. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly younger than that. <laughs> slightly. Okay. 152. Let's just go with 50, 50. Is that okay? I am 50. Does that surprise you? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Amelia, your grandparents are probably watching this. So just do a little wave out there. Hi. Say hi to your grandparents. Hi. Hi-yo, hi-yo, hi-yo. <laughs> okay, so we're talking today. One of the reasons we're talking. <laughs> I, I think I'm losing the interview here, I think. <laughs> Amelia, one of the reasons we're talking is because you have chosen a life verse for yes. this year, and I'm going to have you share that life verse. So you worked with your parents, and you chose a verse from Ephesians chapter 4. It's verse 32. Yes. Do you remember any of it? I have it right here. Want me to read it? Yeah, sure. Okay, so here, here's Amelia's Quick verse. Quick question. Yes. Am I the first ever kid to do this? Let me think. In this format, you are the first kid to ever do this. What? Yeah, congratulations. Really? Really? really. You hear that, grandparents? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ephesians 4. <laughs> Ephesians 4.32, here we go. Here's your verse. <laughs> Be kind and compassionate to one another, remember that? Mm -hmm. Forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. I, this is an amazing verse, because God forgives, Yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. And you tell me, Amelia, if, if we're kind and compassionate to one another and forgiving, do you think the world would be a better place? Yes. I think so too. I might borrow your verse. I love this verse. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. That's an amazing verse. I hope you memorize it. You're going to have to speak to me about that. I'm going to have to borrow, talk to you about borrowing your verse? 
Yeah. Say, 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 can I borrow your verse? Can I borrow your verse? No. All right. Well, I'll have my own. Maybe next year I'll borrow it. No. We'll talk next year. No. You know what? I actually thought you might choose another verse. I thought from Ephesians, you might choose Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Do you know what it says? No. I've got it right here. It says, children, obey your parents, for this is the right thing to do. Oh, my gosh. So that was actually my verse last year. Well, good for you. So you chose Ephesians 6 last year. <laughs> because I'm sure you obey your parents all the time, don't you? Uh, yeah. Most of the time? Yeah, sure. Let's go with most of the time. Let's go with most of the time. And now it's Ephesians chapter 4. You're going to work at... And I think you're sharing this today because you're encouraging our whole church to do this, to be kind and compassionate, to forgive, because God in Christ has forgiven us. Yes, and Grandma and Grandpa, if you are watching this, you should know better. <laughs> of course. Especially you, Grandpa. <laughs> Amelia, you're setting a great example for our church I want to thank you for being willing to talk to me and to share Ephesians 4.32. God bless you as you seek to implement this verse in your life. God bless you. Well, I want to thank all of our participants today. Great job. I also want to thank you for watching. I hope this has been an uplifting day for you. Now, normally as part of our gathering, we have a time where we have everyone sign the life verse display with their verses and names. By the way, if you still need time to find a verse, no problem. Keep praying and searching. It's okay. If you are watching this for the first time and wondering what's happening, well, we start the year here at Valley Point Church, asking everyone to find a verse or two to claim as your own for the new year. And then we write those verses down on a display as a way to help us remember. We would love for you to join us and participate. We're not meeting in person, so we are approaching this in a different way, but everyone will still have the opportunity to sign our display which will be a bunch of letters like this one. This happens to be my favorite letter. We're gonna have a bunch of these letters ready for you that then will spell out our one year rallying cry of being better together. We want you to put the references for your verses and your name if you are comfortable down on the display. We think that's an important reminder and visual for our church family. We have done this through the years. And it serves as a visual reminder when we see it of God's word, his promises to us, and what we claimed for the year. So we're not in person today, but here's the plan. On Sunday, January 31st, from noon until 1 p.m., you are invited to come to the church and we will have these letters right here, ready for you to sign. And since we are opening the next Sunday, February the 7th, we thought this would be a great way to begin populating the display with verses and names so we can see that on the 7th. 
So next Sunday, from noon until 1 p.m., please come and sign the display. And then we'll begin meeting in person again on February the 7th. You can sign on that day as well. Please know that you will be able to sign at any point when you return to our church home. It will be here for you. We understand that not everyone is going to be able to sign right now. That's okay. Over the next several months and throughout the year, when you are ready, it will be here for you. The display is something you will see just about every week. And on the wall, as you enter, you will see our one-year theme and goal, Better Together. It is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to see how God uses his word to shape us in the days to come. Let's conclude now with a benediction. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to hear from individuals today seeking to live your word. Help them, help us to use your breathed out word as light to our path. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Aim for restoration. Comfort one another. Agree with one another. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. You are loved, church. Go in peace and God bless.